0: This episode of On the Record is brought to you by AgriSolutions. AgriSolutions is the market leader in wearable parts, components, accessories, and solutions for tillage, seeding, planting, fertilizing, hardware, and inventory management solutions. Improve performance and durability with a wide range of infield and extended life solutions. To learn more about AgriSolutions and their globally recognized brands, such as Belota, Ingersoll Tillage, and Trinity Logistics, visit agrisolutionscorp.com. I'm Executive Editor Kim Schmidt. Welcome to On The Record. Here's an update on what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. Cold, wet weather across much of North America this year has meant we've seen one of the slowest starts for planting in a decade. While U.S. corn and soybean planting has recovered to nearly the five-year average, wheat planting is off to one of the slowest starts in two decades, according to a report by Raymond James analyst Steve Hansen. However, in Canada, while planting in Alberta has made strong progress in recent weeks, in Saskatchewan it has been particularly slow in the eastern half of the province due to excess moisture and flooding. Hansen notes that while still too early to make a definitive call, industry data suggests atypically late plants are often associated with late harvest and below average yields ultimately raising questions about the size and quality of the 2022 harvest. He says it could have implications across the entire ag supply chain, from ag retailers and equipment dealers to the Canadian rails. Hansen says the late plant is likely to push some equipment purchase decisions until growers have a better idea of what the crop will ultimately look like. For ag retailers, Hansen says... While it's still expected to be robust, a portion of spring input demand will likely slip into the third quarter. And a late fall harvest also raises the prospect of a narrower fall application window before winter hits. This week's dealers on the move include Talus Equipment, LMS Ag Equipment, Roberts Farm Equipment, Stewart's Equipment, and United Ag and Turf. Texas John Deere dealer Talus Equipment has acquired Clark Tractor and Supplies two locations bringing its total footprint to 24 stores. Echo dealer LMS Ag Equipment has broken ground on a new location in Steinbach, Manitoba. This will be the dealership's second location. Ontario-based New Holland dealer Roberts Farm Equipment has acquired two locations from Kubota dealer Earth Power Tractor and Equipment. Kubota dealer Stewart's Equipment has acquired the last location of Earth Power Tractor and Equipment in Stainer, Ontario. John Deere dealer United Ag & Turf has acquired two Long Island locations of Chief Equipment, bringing the dealership to 65 ag stores. Now here's Michaela Pauchner with the latest from the Technology Corner.
1: Thanks, Kim. John Deere is sizing the addressable market from its technology offerings to be an incremental $150 billion. Company leaders outlined Deere's vision for autonomous farming at its Leaps Unlocked technology event last week. To accelerate adoption of autonomy, Deere plans to include autonomous sensors in the base configuration of the 8R tractor in the next few years, with the goal of having an autonomy kit on every large tractor that ships. The technology Deere is using to power its autonomous 8R tractor will eventually be deployed to the entire fleet doing other jobs, according to Gino Caffiero, CEO of Bear Flag Robotics, the autonomous driving technology startup acquired by Deere. Caffiero says by 2030, Deere plans to have an autonomous system that can do spring tillage, planting, spraying, harvest, and fall tillage in corn and soybeans. Deere's technologies paired with the large fleet of Deer machines in use worldwide gives the company the advantage of scale.
2: With these three technologies, cameras, edge computing, machine learning, as well as the scale of our fleet, we're able to develop new robotics and artificial intelligence products much faster than anyone in the industry. And this sets us up to unlock the $150 billion of incremental uh, addressable market building on our hundred and eighty year old roots as a world-class manufacturing we are now set up to become a world-leading robotics and artificial intelligence company
1: the addressable market includes potential savings on herbicides and fertilizers improved yields and fewer labor expenses Analysts at investment firm Stiefel say capturing a portion of these markets is a key driver behind Deere's target of 20% equipment operations margins by 2030. The analysts write, Deere expects these technologies to ultimately help increase revenue from less cyclical recurring revenue from technology solutions priced on a per acre basis, as well as additional aftermarket opportunities. DRC's potential for these less cyclical revenue to reach about 40% of total over time and account for an even greater portion of overall earnings. That's it from today's Technology Corner. Back to you,
0: Kim. Thanks, Michaela. Titan Machinery reported its first quarter earnings for fiscal year 2023 on May 26th. Revenue for the quarter was $461 million, up nearly 24% versus the first quarter last year. Equipment sales were $356.4 million for the first quarter, up 29% from the same period last year. Part sales came in at $68.6 million, an increase of 9.5% compared to the same quarter last year. Revenue generated from service was $29.5 million, up 6.6% from a year ago. Rental and other revenue came in at $6.6 million for the first quarter, up 2.5% versus last year. Agriculture revenue for the first quarter of fiscal 2023 was $318.5 million compared to $229.6 million in the first quarter last year. Chairman and CEO David Meyer said during the earnings call, at the segment level, our agriculture segment benefited from robust demand, which was supported by an increase in equipment deliveries from our suppliers following a delay in fiscal fourth quarter 2022. CFO Brian Knutson noted that both new and used equipment demand is the highest the dealership has seen in decades. During the first quarter, Titan's inventories increased to $494.2 million as of April 30, 2022, compared to $421.8 million as of January 31, 2022. This inventory increase includes increases in new equipment inventory of $65.6 million and parts inventory of $8 million which is partially offset by a $2.1 million decrease in used equipment inventory. Now here's Associate Research Editor Ben Thorpe with a Data and Trends update.
2: Thanks, Kim. A recent survey of North American farmers conducted by Farm Equipment found that value remains growers' top priority when looking at short-line equipment options. When asked for their primary reason to purchase a short-line product over a major line's, 42% of farmers said it was price. This was in line with the 42% who selected the same option in last year's shortline survey. The second most popular reason was a lack of comparable products made by majors at 24%, up from 21% last year. Some 15% of growers said a shortline's experience in a niche area was their top reason to pick that brand, down from 18% last year. Among writing responses in the other option, farmers mentioned build quality, ease of repair, and proximity to their dealer as reasons to go with shortline equipment. Farmers were also asked to pick the category of equipment where they're most likely to pick a short line over major line equipment. Almost 35% of farmers said they're most likely to purchase short line seeding equipment, followed by tillage equipment at 26%. Another 17% said they'd buy short line hay equipment. Just 3.3% of surveyed farmers said they'd be most likely to purchase short line harvesting equipment. Back to you, Kim.
0: Thanks, Ben. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to Schmidt at lessnermedia.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us.